Alan Baker, welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So I, uh, if if those that don't obviously those watched the last one um, with Jason Redmond, that your background looks very strange. Did you just like hostile take over his? He did say he was starting jujitsu, so did you just come in there and like drag him out of there and take over his office. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a hard guy to track down. He's got a pretty busy schedule. Um, I was actually in another part of Virginia. Um, I teach at a bodyguard school two times a year. I uh, found out he's in town uh, a couple hours away, and uh, so we arranged to get together uh, for a day or so, and uh, I ended up in his office yeah. <laughs> doing a podcast. <laughs> um, so so you're actually, you're normally, you're based out of uh, north of Atlanta, Georgia, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, just a little north of Atlanta. And you got in a you got a jiu-jitsu academy there? Yes, uh, we've been uh, we've been in business in that area for 20 years now. Um, we actually just moved into a new location uh, in Woodstock, Georgia. What's the name of the academy? The Atlanta Martial Arts Center. Atlanta Martial Arts Center. I'll have to we'll have to come through and do. A, I don't know if you've been seeing. We've been uh, we just launched a series called Let's Roll. So we're basically we travel around yeah. and we visit we visit different stu- uh, you know different uh, studios and get a little get a little lesson get some good food hang out do a podcast. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so I have to come over there. It's just, basically it's just me traveling around getting beat up. Um, it's with, a hard life with with my friends. <laughs> uh, so 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 twenty years. That means you've been at this game for a minute. Um, probably it was 42 years in April this year, 42 years, like doing martial arts. Yes. Yeah. Um, I fell in love with it at a very young age, obviously, and, uh, have been a martial arts junkie ever since. So how, so how old are you? 52. 52. So, um, dang, man, I want to be like you when you're, when I'm 52. Damn. Um, Compliment. <laughs> so, so what did you start with? Talk a little bit about your journey. Uh, well, I was um, I was a rowdy kid, um, ADHD. Um, uh, mom got a letter from the school, and they were like, "We can't handle this kid. You're going to have to medicate him." And uh, mom wasn't back, a big fan of that idea. Back then, <laughs> they were they were throwing that stuff out there back then that fast. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, thank God she said no. And, uh, of course, you know, I hear the stories to this day from her and everybody else. I, I know I was a handful, but uh, in an attempt to find another way, she introduced me to a local martial arts school. Uh, remember it to this day. Um, it was taught out of a local bomb shelter at a community college. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, the, te- the teacher had two sons, and my first night um, – he put them both on me and they, they beat me to death and I loved it. Uh, uh, you know, here I am allowed to do what I want to do in this class. And I got in trouble at school to do this stuff right. anywhere else. Uh, so I was immediately sold. Yeah. There's a, there's a lesson there. What was the first martial arts? What was the, what was the school's focus? Uh, first one was Ishinru. Okay. Ishinru karate. Okay. How long did you do that for? Oh man, uh, I probably did it for a couple of years. Um, I got involved with every martial arts school in that little town. Uh, 
they had Burmese Bondo, Taekwondo, uh, various other things, um, you know, and I would mow yards and do things around the neighborhood to make extra money so that I could go to do more of this thing I found. And uh, to the, when I got a real job, I blew all my money on it. Uh, I don't have any money now. Because that's all I spend it on. <laughs> yeah, there's I don't, there's probably not many jiu-jitsu academies themselves. Like, you know, obviously there's, there's plenty of money in martial arts, but the actual academy itself with subscriptions or memberships, you're not – it's not a it's not a huge money maker. No, I mean uh, I know a lot of guys chase that carrot for many years. But the truth is, you know, you've got to spend some time creating multiple revenue streams, um, not necessarily in one industry. Right. No, um, and I coach I coach guys now, and uh, I, I probably give them the opposite of what the industry wants them to believe, uh, which is that information. Uh, we've got to you got to hustle. You're going to have to put in uh, probably double or triple what you expect, yeah. but um, to do what you love. But it pays so, off. It pays off. So, yes, okay, sir, so, so, so going back, what, when did you, what martial art did you find that you're like, I'm going to do this for the next 40 years, like at what level or 30 years or like, so you jumped around to a bunch of different academies. What did you land on that? You're like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to dedicate 10,000 hours to this thing. Uh, well, uh, I guess I'm unique in that, um, you know, I fell in love with several of them. Uh, okay. But the one that had the most influence on me at an early age was uh, Kung Fu. I met a uh, Kung Fu instructor and, uh, you know, he was one of those personalities that had a huge influence on me, okay. not just in martial arts, but his personal growth, even at a young age. Uh, and he, he was actually the one that uh, taught me to get control of my mind, you know, um, just getting into martial arts didn't necessarily rein in the, the ADHD. Um, it was still several years before I met him and, uh, you know, he introduced me first and foremost to just control of breath. Mm-hmm. And then it went on from there to the mind, the body, emotional energies in the body. And yeah, I didn't realize how fortunate I was until later in life. Uh, you know, how unusual it is to meet that type of personality yeah. with that information. So how long did you do that for? Or you I mean, if you're still doing it? Yeah, I still do it to this day. Uh, there's several systems that I've been involved with ever since I first got introduced to it. Um, Filipino martial arts, Jeet Kune Do, obviously Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, combat submission wrestling, um, which is uh, Eric Paulson. He's, okay. he's mostly known for Nogi, uh, but I've uh, been friends and a student of his for 30-something years now. Um, so I love it. So obviously <laughs> obviously, you're probably a black belt in multiple of these different disciplines. Is that correct? Yes. So which, which ones? Oh, wow. Um, Wing Chun, Kung Fu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, CSW doesn't really have a belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have coach levels, but I guess the equivalent would be the idea of the black belt. Okay. Burmese Bondo, Muay Thai. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we could safely say all I've done in my life is martial arts. Um, uh, you know, that's why. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 
I don't think I want to come down there now. I think that I'm I think that I'm good. So how long have you been a black belt in in jiu-jitsu? Um man, that makes me feel old. Uh probably 11 or 12 years now. I'm getting ready to go to fourth degree. Uh so That's wild, man. For like 13 or 14 years, I guess. Wow. <laughs> well you look you look great for your age i guess i guess it's, you might not feel very young but uh physically doing that for so long but uh you definitely looked apart that's 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 great man um that's just that's just such a long time uh to do the, a thing to do the same thing just day in and day out man like it's something you've got to love like, there's no other there's no other excuse for um, that. I, I was eased up by it. I mean, to this day, I'm still passionate about it. Yeah. Um, are you still teaching? You know, are see, you still teaching classes personally? Yes, uh, I have a crazy uh, travel schedule uh, because of the other things that I'm involved with. Yeah. But um, when I'm in Atlanta, um, yes, I'm on the mat. Uh, like, uh, I'm traveling now. I think I've been traveling for the last three weeks. I've got two more to go. And then, uh, I believe I'm back in Atlanta for two or three weeks. So, um, I'm usually as much as I can on the mat and what's your, uh, uh what's, trying your, to, what's your favorite classes to teach? Oh, wow. Um, man, there's a list. Uh, I love jujitsu, um, Filipino martial arts, uh, Thai boxing, you know, uh, I, I try to keep my foot in at least every area of the combat blueprint. Um, you know, the primal environments that you're going to expect in a uh, combative exchange. So, but you know, it's like fitness. Uh, you, you have to, you know, enjoy it. And jujitsu is, it's so much fun. Yeah. And you could go out there and, you roll for two hours. It'll feel like 10 minutes uh, with the right partner. <laughs> I was going to say, when I roll for two hours, it does not feel like 10 minutes. It feels like an eternity. Um, I usually save that monster till the end. Yeah. that. Uh, but, but my output and your output is probably a little bit different. Um, you know, your, your rate of effort compared to my rate of effort in two hours of training is probably a little bit, a little bit different. Um, I actually wanted to, in our gym, I want to get our, uh, have you ever done, you ever seen my zone, the heart rate? My zone. No, it's basically a, uh, it's a heart rate monitoring system. And what you have is, so it, it basically goes off a EKG technology. It's one of them, in my opinion, it's one of the more, more accurate heart rate monitors. And they've done a cool thing where they have zones, you know, you've got different, you know, zone training type thing, but they have a color and they've got tech to where, when you wear it inside of a gym, like we have it at the Agogi at our gym, you can you you put a TV up and you see everybody that's wearing it. It connects to like a hub, and uh, it's on. You know, it's you can do it online or anything. But you know, if you're in a gym that has the the hub, it shows up as tiles. It shows your name, and it shows what your rate of output is, what your heart rate is, what zone you're in. So what I want to do is I want to get it into our you know our gym, and then. You know, when, you know, I'm rolling with someone, you know, you've got a white belt there. You've got somebody that's like a brown or a black belt. Like who's really working? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where, where actual, you know, the rate of effort is, you know. And so in, in an hour, say an hour long no-gi session, 
you know, what did you burn versus what did I burn? You know, I'm going to burn a thousand calories. Easy, easy in an hour. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to bet you're going to burn like 350, 400. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because you're more efficient, right? Just like with training, right? As you're doing lifts or anything like that world, I know a lot, you know, obviously I've got a lot more experience in the, in the fitness world than I do and uh in jiu-jitsu world but um your efficiency of movement is so much better right yeah like you, you you're you're not just scrambling around all over the place everything is very precise and you know calculated and everything and uh so it'd be interesting i mean for instance like you know you, you'll meet tyler but uh you know our my coach tyler he, he, he like i'm dying sweating all over the place and he's like coaching somebody from across the room you know what I mean? while, I'm, while yeah. I'm trying to murder him. You know what I mean? He's like not even <laughs> breathing heavy or anything. And he's like watching somebody else roll. I'm like, that's so disrespectful. But anyways, <laughs> my point being to all that is I think that it's important as you go up and, and level to understand that to where, you know, so we went up to uh, Silverback Academy um, and mm -hmm. his, his name's Sean. I don't know if you like you guys would probably have crossed paths i think he's been um he's he's kind of like you he's kind of he's got a black belt and like just about everything and um yeah uh, a little bit younger than you though he's only, i think he's 40 um but he's been a black belt in jiu-jitsu for i think like eight years or something like that already um but so he got tyler got to roll with him and you know he took his back and 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 choked him out and uh and got a rear naked on him and he even laughed. He said, it's been a while since somebody's taken your back. He's like, yeah, probably about four years. <laughs> so it's, you know, yeah. as you go up, it's like, you've got to find those people. You've got to find people, you know, the challenges become harder, right? Like everything in mm -hmm. life, right? As you grow and become a, you know, a more well-rounded individual, more educated individual, you have to, you know, better physically fit, smarter. You have to raise that level. So anyways, one of the ways I want to do that is my zone so that all these other guys have to actually start working. Not just, it's not just me, oh, out yeah. there, not, just, not just me out there sweating all the time and dying. So uh, what kind of device do you wear to transfer that information? Uh, so I wear the my zone. So I wear my zone and then uh, basically just is it a strap. Yeah, it's a strap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Simple. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, very, I get asked all the time about it, but anyways, it's interesting to see that. I, I just like the idea of the, you know, the rate of effort and being because, like, hypothetically, what you want to do is you want to roll for an hour and not burn as many calories because you are super efficient. You know, yeah, not me. I'm still, you know, thousands of calories in, I'm still flailing all over the place, trying not to die. Anyways, so we linked up because of uh, the Roger Up event. And you're, mm -hmm. you're helping out with that. And, uh, we just talked to Jason about that. And, uh, I think that was a couple of weeks ago, uh, when that aired and compared to where this airs, but you actually are doing a lot of other things outside. Um, you must have some serious ADHD because you're 52 years old. You've got the black belt and everything under the sun. Um, you're still doing that, but you've also got a bunch of other things going on as well. Yeah. And not only you that, say that. <laughs> you've also he's also written uh, two books that I know of. Are there more out there? Oh, oh, we're working on number three now. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so talk to me, talk to me um, about 
about these books and what was your well i guess let's start let's, let's start where what else are you doing outside of having your academy and traveling around you know you talked about those multiple levels of in, uh, you know revenue coming in how have you taken what you've done in your life and added on and done other things uh, well, um, outside of the academy, I run a uh, tactical training and design business. Um, it does two things. Um, obviously, training, law enforcement, military, uh, protection agents. Uh, but it also designs uh, defensive tactics programs around specific environments. So what we'll do is we'll come in and see what the team does specifically, uh, what they wear, what they drive, what are the rules they have to follow. And then we'll design the program from the inside out. So it's built for them um, and not necessarily just coming in to say, hey, do this martial art. Yeah. And um, that has been keeping me pretty busy lately in the last couple of years. How did you get, um, how did you get into that? Like what door opened that, that provided that opportunity? Well, uh, the first uh, introduction was a local SWAT team in Georgia. And they, they had had several martial arts instructors in uh, over the course of time they they'd have the men get the information and then six months later they were saying this doesn't really work with a kid on and uh, getting in and out of a, a vehicle so we're going to try something else and they martial arts instructor to martial arts instructor and um, one of the uh, medics on the team was a student and he said man we keep having this problem and uh so I said, well, let me go and see what you guys do. So I got to go to SWAT school, um, which so they, was amazing. <laughs> so, they, so they just, they just, you said, Hey, I want to, I want to go through so I can see where the problems are. Yeah. Show me what you do. Show me what you drive. Um, you know, what are the weapon systems you carry? And then we build a program with, from that information from the ground up. And, um, you know, they, they still use quite a bit of it today. I don't think all of it. It's because that's been probably 15 years ago. I mean, tactics and tactics uh, then constantly changing. Yeah. Yeah. Then I uh, got introduced to the Executive Protection Institute, um, and we went in their uh, protection agents, Executive Protection, and we did the same thing. Went to the school, um, got in to do some details, do the work, and see what they had to deal with, and then we built. Um, Protection Response Tactics, which is a program that's specifically designed for that industry. And then it just went from there. And we ended up having clients um, with driving schools, uh, some of the major ranges in the U.S., um, all the way to uh, Coach Redman, who is uh, putting together a defensive tactics program now for one of his programs that he offers. Um, so uh, that's, that's how it started and grew. And then we'll past that, uh, we do, I do a lot of, um, association design and operation mm -hmm. for, um, high level martial artists. So, uh, each, each one might have an association that they run, which has multiple schools in it. Um, I'm the guy in the background that helps, uh, organize and, uh, implement different programs, um, camps for the instructors and that type of thing keep basically op like business operations for them to keep, you know, their yes. or, yeah. them or, organized. or I'll train their team. Okay. Yeah. I've got a few clients that, um, uh, I just train their team. I just coach their team on, uh, 
how to run a successful organization um, and, you know, build a business plan, and, uh, multi-phase, what you're going to be doing now in two years, in 10 years. So, okay. So where do the books come into play? Where did that, where did that happen? Um, well, uh, there's a lot of lessons in martial arts that Concur. aren't necessarily on, on the curriculum. Right. Um, <laughs> the little talks that I got from my mentors over the years was never written down. They'd see me struggle with something and they come whisper it in your ear. You know, you should, you should start thinking this way, change your attitude, um, change your perspective, uh, and it'll change your life, that type of thing. And uh, I'm a huge note taker. So I started jotting all this stuff down and then, uh, the pandemic happened, right? Zombie apocalypse. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I took about uh, three months off and uh, ended up in the Shenandoah Mountains with nothing to do. So uh, I took those uh, books or those notebooks with me and started organizing all of those things, which turned into the first book. Um, it, it ended up a way bigger project than I ever expected. Um, and then once that book was released, we the most common question we reference was it the Warrior's Path was the first one. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then uh, the biggest question I got because we referenced the uh, what I call the universal principles of change in that book. Uh, so a lot of people said, "What is the whole list?" Um, and that's that's when the second book happened. And uh, in the in both books, we talk about you know, organizing training, your educational process. Uh, and I reference building a morning routine. Yeah. So that's the biggest question I've got uh, since the second book was how to do that. And that's what book three is going to be on is intelligently designing your morning routine, uh, different areas that are involved. Um, so that's, that's how that whole process happened. That's excellent. So what can you share? Let's, let's break down. Um, if you were going to share like a, a wave top thing in the warrior's path, what would be the, the synopsis of the warrior's path? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest, um, things that I've heard come back from the people that have read it is the perspective on failure. You know, one of the things uh, you hear this a lot in, in self-help industry is you should get used to failure mm -hmm. um, and, and learn to deal with it. Uh, but uh, from a warrior's perspective, yeah, there's several layers to it. And, and the next thing that I see a warrior doing is actively pursuing failure. Um, you know, we, we don't want to just get used to it. Yeah, that's step one. But the next is I'm going to go seek it out. Yeah. And uh, one of the reasons we seek it out is because um, wisdom you know, dad used to say, uh, wisdom comes from fucking up. So <laughs> you, we place ourselves in, uh, on the mat and put ourselves in situations where lots of mistakes happen right. and we actively go after, um, and you know, we, we pressure test failure. Yeah. So, um, the next level to me is now that I'm failing under this certain level of pressure, I'm going to turn up the volume knob, uh, even higher and, Force more failure, more wisdom, um, and, and the next would be uh, I, I build a team 
of uh, like-minded individuals. You know, we're wisdom seekers, uh, which you know, we, we two, at least two days a week, we get on the mat as wisdom seekers and create the environments of failure, put it under pressure, and just wait for the knowledge and information to come out of it. That's it. And, um, you know, the, it goes from there up until the point where you, in my opinion, I see you, the person changes. You change. You're not the same as you were at the beginning of the process. And that's, that's what we're looking for. You know, you, it's not just something I think uh, or a mantra I put in my head to help deal with these things in life. Uh, you become tougher. You become more resilient mentally, yeah. emotionally, physically. Uh, and, you know, it's an amazing, amazing environment, and which is just one of the lessons um, that you'll see in the martial arts. And that can be applied to life. You know, it, it, just, I've used these same things in business. Uh, you know, you'll build them and they'll work. You'll build them and they'll fail. And, and you, you don't want to let those ones that, that kick you in the butt stop you. If, if anything, it should motivate you. Uh, build the passion and, and drive forward and do more. And help more people. Uh, and I can talk about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so did, I, I heard something the other day that, I re that really hit me. Uh, I was rolling with a guy and he, you know, he's, he basically says, you know, I might be a loser. I might lose, but I'll never quit. And he's like, there's a big, there's a big difference in a, in a loss and a, and, and someone who quits someone, you know, someone who's a loser that that's, that's a work in progress, but you can't fix quit. And I agree. Uh, and that was like, I was like, oh, that's, that's really good. The other thing that you were mentioning is, you know, the pressure, uh, pressure testing failure. I really like that. And it hit me. I was like, oh, wow, we are doing that. So we fail on the mats. We're failing on the mats. And then what do we do? We go to competitions to where we fail in a competition. You know what I mean? Which is really like, if you want to talk about pressure, you know, go, go compete in martial arts uh, and jujitsu or something like that. I mean, there's, there's some pressure there. I mean, that other person is trying to, oh, yeah. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to win just as much as you, maybe more. And that's where you, in that, but, but through those, through those, you know, mistakes, even if you win, you'll make mistakes. And then you look back at those videos and you go, oh, wow, I, I, you know, I got a lot to work to do, but like, that's that pressure, that's that pressure test. Um, but without knowing that, without pressure testing that, without pushing to failure, you're not identifying your weak spots. Hmm. And that's where that's where the growth happens. Um, but it's right. funny. It's funny you said all that, that what you said because I was really remembering a time where I got frustrated in growth, and my coach kind of like sent like a long like message to me, and I was just I felt like you know probably like forty years ago for you, but um, you, you ever got to that place to where you feel like you're not progressing? Like you're just trying, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, I'm not, you know, you're just getting your ass kicked day in, day out. And you're just like, doesn't no matter what you do, you just feel like you're not progressing in life. You're just, you're in this churn. And uh, anyways, he sent me a, a very um, pointed message on the subject that actually, that like, it actually choked me up. Like it, it, you know, basically, and basically talking about failure and talking about how, you know, you just, you don't need to worry about, getting to this level you just need to worry about showing up every day and right. then and then you know winning you know if you can just stack one win and, and and showing up as a win you know not quitting and just showing up 
every single day is a win. And uh, anyways, but you know, the level of effectiveness or influence that you guys have over your students is life-changing. You know what I mean? Those little messages. How powerful is, powerful. is what you just said though. Yeah. I mean, think about that. You know, you, you learn this lesson in a martial arts school, not in real life, you know, right, like right. unfortunate, sometimes we have unfortunate events in life and it's, it's very dramatic and we are introduced to that lesson, but we don't always get it. And you, you, you get to go into this environment and learn that lesson. And, and if you absorb it, yeah, because it's going to happen later somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, in your mind, uh, you know, as a warrior, you say, "Well, here it is. This is that grind time." Yeah. I know what to do. I, yeah. I know it won't last forever, but I know that proper response to grind time is show up. Yeah, and, and just head down. And Alan, this and is, drive. This is right. That's right. And then what's crazy about that is here I am at forty years old. I was a recon marine. I was a force recon. I was a Force Recon Marine, I was a Raider, I was in Special Operations, you know, for all intents and purposes, people would consider me a badass, I've, I've got, a, I'm a father yeah. of three, you know what I mean, like, I've been in the, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, you know, people would look at me and they go, oh, he's got it all figured out, or what, like, it doesn't matter, mm -hmm. you still, you, if you're pushing the needle, you're still gonna hit these struggle points, no matter what, I'm so here I am at 40 years old, and I'm still hitting that, like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like the the down parts and the, and the struggle points and, and all those sort of things that you still have lessons to learn, even though yep. I might even know it because I've done some hard shit, but it doesn't stop. And it, and that and learning those lessons in a different way or having them kind of smack you in the face sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. And, and, and you're right. Like that right there is going to happen off the mats. And at some point it's going to be like, uh, okay, yeah. you know what I mean? It's okay. On a, it could be a new project. It could be a new thing. It could be a new, you know, another kid. It could be something in your relationship. It doesn't matter. It's, it's that you know, bear down and grind and 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 push through it and to continue to work on you know, uh, improvement every little bit every day. It doesn't have to be big steps, just a little bit. Anyways, but yeah, mm -hmm. uh, very very impactful conversation. Uh, I don't even know if he knows it was an impactful conversation, but. Uh, but like you said, when you first started, like, you know, doing Kung Fu and all these little things that people started mentioning you and you started taking down notes, you know, those mm -hmm. little tidbits, you know, they might not seem like a lot, but over a period of time and, you know, it, those little things, they make a difference in somebody, you know what I mean? Even though if it's, yeah. you know, and I've done it, you know, I've, I've said things to people through the internet or through on person and, you know, they'll come back for it. I just happened to, uh, to do an event um this past weekend and somebody said you told me this thing four years ago it completely changed my life i'm like shit i don't even remember i was like tell That's me tell awesome. me tell me what i said you know but th those little impacts that you can have in people's lives man they just th that little seed could grow into like a beautiful tree and you don't even you know so i guess don't un don't underestimate the impact that we have on other people right especially as leaders That's and true. mentors yeah so, yeah, okay. you know, and it kind of reminds you how, how important it is to hold yourself, you right. know, in the right way as a leader. And it doesn't matter what's going on, you know, even when you think no one's looking, somebody's looking. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, you, you, so, so one of the biggest ways of influence is by example. So speaking of that, um, you did the Warriors Pass. 
path and then came out the universal universal pr uh, principles of change so give me give me the uh the process there or the or the listener oh uh, well to say. you know the like i said the biggest question was uh, what is the list of universal principles um i, I use these principles teaching martial arts uh, if i'm coaching uh personal coaching or even business they tend to come up um one of them is uh simplicity is mastery uh you know and keep it simple stupid but it's also uh, a life filter if i'm struggling with something um you know i'll put it to the filter am i simplifying this and if not um how can it be simplified how can it be brought down to that masterful level of simplification yeah um, because everything that evolves should simplify in some way. Uh, generally, in the beginning, it, it seems bigger, uh, but if it's intelligently put together, if it is a good educational process, it'll start to simplify and become part of you. Um, wow, another one might be uh, I, a term I use is a uh, system as a source. I see this a lot in martial arts is... Uh, if you solely focus on a, a single art, you can become systemized. And this can happen in anything, not just martial arts. And, right. You know, you're learning a system that someone else created that worked for them. And systems are great sources of knowledge and information. But uh, until I figure out what works for me, my body type, um, uh, with my skills and talents, uh, once I have that list, then I want to systemize it. You know, I want to find ways to ingrain it into my nervous system. Uh, but uh, prior to that, um, I tend to try to avoid it or have st students avoid it unless that's just what they want. You know, some guys are, <laughs> I just want to do this one thing. And that's okay. That's okay um, too. But you're right. I'm, I'm As you're talking, I'm thinking about, yeah, that applies to diets. It applies to fitness. It applies to business. It applies to marketing. It, it, it applies to parenting. Like there's no one, yeah. on, on, you know, like one, one way with one kid, it might be another way with a, a different system for a different kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that we can't, we, we, you're, you're right. We can't get allow ourselves to get tied down to one particular way of doing things. And a lot of that happens as we age, right? We get, you know, so that's something that yeah. you've probably done really well is, or I guess had to, um, is adopt, um, change as you age, right? Oh yeah, tremendously. The type of fitness plan that you have evolves. For me, about every eight to ten years, I have to start to kind of recalculate what I'm doing, um, what I'm doing in the combative arts. Same mm -hmm. thing uh, as I've gotten older, have to recalculate right. and adjust. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, diet. That's you know they, that whole thing that you say like you can't teach an a uh, an old dog new tricks. Right. Like that just can't be a thing. You know, we have to continue yeah, no. to evolve, you know, and I, and I, that's something that I want to do until the day that I die is, is, uh, you know, that always the student kind of thing. The, the thought Agreed. process that I'm always the student, no matter what, yeah, I can be in, you know, you know, maybe mastery or expert level on some things, but at the end of the day, I always want to be a student because, you know, I'm, you know, I, I watch people like, um, my buddy Matt um, from Epic Roll, I don't know if you ever come across his stuff, um, but he just got his black belt, and he was telling me on the last the podcast that we did, he's like, dude, I feel like I'm starting over. 
Yeah, like, oh yeah. I'm 12 years into this thing, and he's like, now I feel like I'm just I'm literally starting over, um, which is a beautiful thing, right? So it's like you never you know you never peak. Uh, the best is yet to come kind of concept. So um, let's talk about Roger up. All right. Uh, what do you got going on with that, and uh, how are you involved? Well, um, I originally got approached to speak um, at a couple of the sessions. Um, some of the information that are in the books, you know, it's, it's based on self-improvement and that type of thing. And then uh, secondly was they're going to be doing jiu-jitsu at this event. They're going to have a uh, three, three nights, an introduction to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, of course, we're going to have guys obviously come that have got experience. Yeah. We have some great personalities that are going to be on the mat. And one of the main things we want to do is uh, create an, an, a culture that is accepting for you to come and try out jujitsu. And I can't tell you in 30 something years of running academies, how many people I've seen come up and put their hand on that front door <laughs> And then turn around and walk off. No way. You know, change their mind. No way. Say, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yes, it, it actually is very common. You know, I, I've actually got to the point where if I see it and I've trained my staff to say, we'll go out in the parking lot and talk to them. Yeah. And, I, hey, where, and later where, they'll where say, yeah. Where are you yeah. going? <laughs> where do you think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> well, they lose their nerve, you know? I mean, yeah. it, it's intimidating. Um, uh, listen, so, man, it was, it, was, know, it was intimidating for me. I've, I made a video on that subject. <laughs> 37 years old, everything that I've done, you know what I mean? And I'm like, here I am, 5.45, you know, walking into school for the first time, knowing that yep. I'm like, I'm the new kid on the block, and at 3 o'clock, everybody's, you're going to be in the parking lot getting your ass kicked, you know, by the <laughs> by the school bully, <laughs> you know, so you know you're walking into it, you're going to get smashed. And, uh, yeah, that is, that is uh, especially as you get older and as you get older, it, yeah. it, it is, you know, a very difficult thing, a place to put you in. Um, but the reward is so sweet. The reward is so sweet. Yes. So it, it, just to say, if you are that guy, we're, we're going to create a place for you at Roger yeah. up, you know, um, come and, and then why I do it is because of what we've just talked about on this podcast. It is yeah. such an incredible environment. The people are amazing. Once you're in, you're like, why did I just wait? so long it's such yeah, a that's uh, what i've heard every, growth I mean, experience. myself included and everybody else as uh, that's all i hear is damn i wish i would have started this 10 years ago oh damn i wish i would have started this yeah. 20 years ago you know what i mean it's, it's, we hear it all the time so here's your opportunity if, you, if you've been thinking about it uh, come out join us and uh, get introduced yeah. in a safe environment i mean I, i'm pretty sure we'll have some some individuals that'll show up and just stand and watch and that's okay. And that's okay too. You know, yeah, uh, yeah you know, I, I, if I'm going to be there walking up to you trying to bring you off the wall if I can, but <laughs> yeah. you know, if that's where you want to start, that's okay. Maybe, um, maybe the first night and then maybe the second night they're like, okay, I'll, I'll throw in the, throw myself there you in go. the mix. Yeah, These guys aren't so bad. Yeah. I think I can do this. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's the purpose, uh, you know, uh, is to create that environment and, we're going to have guys like yourself that's got experience. You know, we're going to have an, an area for intermediate to advanced guys uh, to do some work as well. So nice. I always, that's it's something that, that I always I love traveling and training. That's why the, the the Let's Roll series is fun because I just I learn something. Not that you don't learn something at your gym. Obviously, you come up right, but when you travel and you go to other things, you just learn little things 
that are just different, um, that are always beneficial. Yes. Um, so, okay. So it's not just jujitsu. You're doing that at night, but we've got some amazing speakers, um, happening. This is not for military. It's got, obviously it's a military theme because of some of the people that are involved. Um, but it really is for, for individuals who are, I guess, looking to be the very best version of themselves. Correct. Right. You know, one of the major theme is, uh, self-growth, mm-hmm. self-improvement, motivation. Um, you know, we, we got some great personalities that are, I'm excited. You yeah. know, uh, I'm probably going to be one of the little fish. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited to watch these other guys present. Um, uh, like, uh, Jason Redman, I've had an opportunity to go a few of his obviously and yeah. love what he does and the opportunity to, create that environment of change. I love that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of my goals in life is to help more people make change in a positive way. So, uh, it's exciting to me. And a lot of the guys, the personalities, much like yourself that I've talked to generally feel the same way. Yeah. So can you imagine bringing that group of personalities into one area the amount of energy and power that's going to come out of that. Yeah. You're going to, I mean, uh, for, for those, I'm signing up. Yeah. Um, for those um, individuals that are, that are, you know, I think I'm going to come at Chicago, September 1st to the 3rd, correct? Right. Um, the links are, the links are below and, uh, I'll be given a keynote in the, in the morning, uh, of one of the days. Um, my mind's going to be talking about kind of the, all, my always forward mentality and a little bit of my personal story of, um, you know, being in special operations and leaving and, you know, kind of turn into a, I guess, a somewhat of a fuck up, uh, a personal fuck up. And then, uh, and then squaring my, squaring my shit away and, and taking some of these lessons that we've been talking about and you know, actually, uh, actually applying them to my life. Um, and then, man, that just, and then I've got some other things that I talk about of how, you know, we take, we get, you know, a year's worth of results, you know, three years worth of results in a year and how to start level, really, really yeah. leveling up, um, when you want to, um, and then there's uh is there two mastermind nights? Is that what they're calling them? Two or three? I believe so. It's going to be like a mastermind dinner. Yeah. I think it's uh, limited for participants. Yeah. Um, 20, and twenty five yeah. per per dinner, right? I believe so. Yeah. Twenty twenty five, yes. and uh, it's an opportunity to get in the room with these personalities of change, and yeah. um, you know spark change in your own life, uh, gather that information and wisdom that's available and, uh, make a difference. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm hosting one of the dinners. So there's 25 slots to hang out with me. Um, we'll, we'll do some, I got some fun stuff planned. Um, we'll get some people out of their comfort zones and, <laughs> have, okay. and have some fun. Uh, and then there's some, a lot of amazing speakers, man. We've got a whole, we have a whole three day packed of just, um, I mean, bring your notebooks and lean in. I'll tell you that, because uh, yeah, you know, there's it's it damn near impossible to leave that leave that conference without um, lighting a fire in your belly and wanting to go, you know, crush crush life because that is gonna that's gonna feel feel you for a year at a minimum, if not change your life, you know, completely. Um, and plus, you get to try if you haven't tried jujitsu, you get to try jujitsu. I'm not looking forward to rolling with this guy by any man any means. Uh, that's going to sound like it's going to be miserable. Um, but I am going to do it nonetheless. 
um, so is it is it uh you know from my own personal knowledge is it gi or no gi those nights um i think it's gonna be start as gi but uh, i'm pretty sure that the gis will come off at some yeah. point and uh, they'll be playing both okay that'll be fun i'm down i'm I down believe they're gonna, i think they're gonna divide the mat up uh okay. after the first night according to who we have okay and um you know so you can kind of choose what level you want to work at no that's perfect that's perfect um well, I'm happy to help there too. Uh, you can send me down with the with the kids, and I can help. I can help the kids out. <laughs> um, I'll be down there with the kids. <laughs> um, other than that, man, what else? What else do you want to pass? Where's your books at? Where can we get your books? Amazon. Yeah, they're both on Amazon. Um, just uh, enter in the titles, and it should be come up pretty easy. Okay. Um, you can find more information on me at uh, Sifu, S-I-F-U, allenbaker.com. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll put all that in the show notes. We'll put the books in the show notes. We'll put the uh, Roger Up um, event link so you because that's open. You can sign up for that now. Um, and, then mm-hmm. we'll, and then we will go from there, man. Any, any last words? Uh, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward uh, to meeting you in Chicago. Yeah. And... Uh, listening to that presentation <laughs> we are in your brain yeah. in between sessions too yeah. well uh we, we might have to link up in atlanta but prior to because you're only six hours away from me so if you're actually you know, come on if, down man if you're there yeah. we can we can ride down do a show do a film an episode and then come on back easy day sure consider um, it a second home actually you know what screw six hours that's a flight that's one flight that's one flight that'd be there in thir- i'd be there in 40 minutes I'm doing that. All right. Yeah, we'll just book. We'll book. You know, we 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 average about uh, six to eight black belts in class. Sounds so much fun, Alan. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> know, like- they're 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 good guys. They're good guys. I trained them right, so they're not. Uh, they have volume knobs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. I want I want a hundred percent volume at all times, all the time. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll put that in the works, man. That that should that would be fun. All right, man. Um, well, everything is below you guys. If you uh, as as always, if you got something, screenshot this podcast, share it on social media, tag Alan, tag myself, and uh, we'll make sure it gets shared out there. Other than that, you guys know the deal. Always forward, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.